exactly that. I believe you. Okay, 55. Number 55. Here's a big one. Boys, men. One may say to himself. One might say to himself. Do I not keep in mind before whom I toil? Right? A person, Chazanish said, the main thing to remember is before whom you, whom you toil. So the Chazanish said, I, I, don't, I don't know that there's a body olam that, why am I doing all these myths? Of course I know this. We were speaking about yesterday. Of course I do. It's clear to me that I toil before Hashem. To understand, to understand the error behind this line of reasoning, we will provide a parable. Someone is sitting at a table, and before him are various foods, such as meat, potatoes, and rice. He sees the food, but when he tries to eat it, he is told that he has no permission to do so. When he tries again later, he is told, What are you lacking? What do you want to eat? You know there is food, and you see it, so what are you missing? You see all the food there, you got it. The obvious answer is that the knowledge that there is food and the sight of it are not satisfying. Obviously, as long as a person only knows about the food, but it is still outside his body, he cannot be satisfied. <laughs> only when the food enters into the body and is di- digested does one feel full. This example will somewhat explain the point at hand, and we discussed this yesterday. The main thing is to know before whom you toil. There's a kind of knowledge analogous to food that one sees but cannot consume. You know what's there. There is another kind of knowledge that enters the person, like the food that enters the body. Two levels of das. Das, the chitzonis of das, and the pinimis of das. When the knowledge of before whom you toil is just ordinary information, you know about it, if someone would ask you after the fact, hey, before whom do you toil? Of course it's Hashem. If only afterwards you know that. It's just another piece of information. But, is not constantly kept in mind, it is external to the person. It's outside of him. Right? You're not actually, actively, consciously thinking about it. One doesn't live with it and doesn't taste it. It is like the food that you know exists, but you don't eat. Information that one does not contemplate and live with is only intellectual, not knowledge of the heart. And the main point is missing. We say every Shabbos, so tell them, Ta'amu ur'u, kitov Hashem. It's one of the most delicious psukim, pun intended. Right? Ta'amu ur'u, taste and see. Not just see, taste and see Hashem is good. Because it's not just the external knowledge, see, it's taste. Let it enter into the system. Right? You ask a partial question, what do you mean, Ta'amu ur'u, kitov Hashem? What are you talking about? What is it, like a poet? There's like a, oh, oh, this is one of your poems. Taste and see that Hashem is good. What do you, how do you taste Hashem? What are you talking about? You understand? It's this internalized knowledge. And Tam actually is very, very high. Tam comes from Ta'amim. And when you have in the, in the, in the Torah, when you lane, the trap. Tam is the trap. Tam means reason. It's the, it's the song of the words. You don't see it. Right? Tam, you can't see it. You can only see the osios. And sometimes the tagan. You don't see the nekudos. You don't see that which moves the letters. You don't see the tam, you don't see that which makes the letters dance. Because tam or ooh, you have to you have to be deep, you have to understand it deeper, you have to go into it. You need the external das and the internal das, you have to swallow, you have to chew it, you have to chew your cud. We discussed the chewing the cud. That's the way you turn chachman bina into das, by chewing the cud. Chewing the cud. 
Our main avod is to ensure that the awareness before whom you toil becomes an inner knowledge that defines our life. You should be living, you should, it's, you're living before whom I toil, for the Boreal. To become inner knowledge, this remembrance of the fact that there is a creator must be present every hour of the day. Here's back to the Pashat of Voda of how you take an external knowledge, a Chachman Abina, and you turn it into an internalized knowledge that one can live with by remembering it again and again and again. This is how you educate yourself, you educate other people. Constant review. Then, if your thoughts are fixed and attached to this idea at all times, the message will gradually seep into the heart. It will no longer be merely intellectual knowledge, but heart knowledge. becomes heart knowledge. You should know. No, understand. Get, get, learn about a Kaddish Baruch, learn about a Moon, learn about Bitach, learn about the Vekas. But then, constant review it again, and again, and again. Send it down into your heart. When it becomes heart knowledge, one lives with it, and it sustains him. As it says, the righteous man lives with his moon, it's tzaddik. He lives his amuna. He receives vitality from his very amuna in the Creator. When the knowledge, of, when the knowledge is only intellectual... It provides very little energy. You know it. You could, you could bring it up. Remember from the basement, it's in the boxes somewhere, in the back storage room. You could bring it up if you need to, but it's not, it's not giving you any active energy. When the knowledge is only intellectual, it provides very little energy, but when it is in the heart, a person can draw vitality from the basic knowledge that there's a creator. And just the Pasha muscles, you know that, is that the, blood, the blood that's pumping through your body that's giving you active vitality. Of course, the brain also gives you life, but the, the blood that's... Our life force, Kedamu Nefesh, is coming from the heart. So when you get information into the heart, it is how it happens, but it's not really physical like this, but the, the heart, once the heart gets the knowledge, it's pumping it out to, every, to, to the whole system. So that's, and then it flows, through, that's how the blood, right? The blood gets pumped out, comes back in. It's like this whole system that keeps flowing through your system everywhere, from your hands to your head. Like the Nesiva Shalom says, and other Swarm say, I even want your ankle to be able to hear what a Kaddish Baruch is saying. Because if you internalize knowledge, das, like he's saying, then, then the blood that's flowing through your, your ankle is also going to give your ankle this experience of, of das, of elokus, of know before whom you toil. That's the 56. <clears throat> the Pasuk says, oh, taste and see that Hashem is good. I guess I read the Sefer before. One must taste and see the goodness of Hashem, so to speak. How is this done? Is the food that can be tasted by the palate, is this food that can be tasted by the palate and felt in the throat? Is this food? Clearly ideas cannot be tasted. When the heart knows, it can feel and taste the sweetness of this knowledge. Sometimes you hear, you hear something very gishmak. Usually in spirituality, I don't think it, I don't think when you hear something in Gashmias, it's, it's, it has the same feeling. When you, when, when you hear something in Gashmias, uh, you, you know, you made some money, there's, there's a certain, okay, you're happy about it afterwards. But when you hear like a good she or something, something exciting in, in Ruchnis that you want to hear, there is a certain, you can't, can't explain it, there's a certain sweetness to it. Wholeness. Wholeness. But if it's certain, like, it's, it's a schmack. It's like tasty. Like that was a good vart. You feel it. Yeah. 
Everybody knows. Chalant. We've had that before. Yeah, like a real chalant. Then after tasting it, one appreciates the next stage in, of and see. Now you see deeper. That is to say, the perception of the amuna after it has been tasted is completely different from before it was tasted. One's whole amuna takes on an entirely different character. Most people only know amuna in the early, earlier stages. You don't even know what it could be like. You don't even know what it could be like. It's kadada, it's kadada get to know it. It's a different world. It's partially a different reality. <clears throat> when the amuna changes from plain intellectual knowledge to palpable heart knowledge, it becomes an entirely different kind of amuna. And it happens through simple reading, simple thinking, and simply trying to just apply it during the day if you can. What's, what are we applying? The fact that know before whom you toil. Thinking about a Kodesh Baruch at just random parts of the day. Again and again and again. Don't think it's silly when you, if it, it, it you know, at 11.15 a.m., you're like, oh, Kirvas Elukim Litov. It's not silly. It's, an, it's a building block. It just takes a little bit of time to build, you know, the, the full edifice. It like he's, he talks about this palpable, this very, like, distinguishable type of a movement, but it seems to me that it takes time and it's very small. It's a, growth is not, like, from day to, you know, from night to day. It takes time. Correct. So, but like you know, the way he talks about it sometimes is like, oh, that you're going to get to this place, or it's going to be like, the moon is going to be like, you're really going to feel it. But if you know, I'm saying if it's very slow, it seems to me that a person wouldn't just like have this like really stark contrast feeling of a moon one day. In general, this is a similar question that people ask when it's experiential. You can't ask a question about it until you experience it, right? But just as a muscle, if you want to get a muscle, just imagine you're in a room and you're told behind that door at the end of the room is the most amazing sights like you've never, you can't even imagine. It's amazing sights, beautiful. You're like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, 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 come on, come on. And then you start walking. But to get there, you have to, I'm not even, I don't know the muscle, but you have to like push things out of the way. You have to, you have to fight to get there a little bit. And, and you're like, I don't know, what's behind that? What could really be behind that door? And the guy says, no, keep going, it's, it's Kedai, it's Kedai. And you're like, you keep inching your way, inching your way, inching your way. But you have to make fights over here. There's, there's objects, there's Minius in the way. But the guy's there, he's standing, he's, no, you got to keep going. It's, I've seen it, it's Gvaldic. And then eventually, after some time, however long it takes, you're just inching your way, it's nothing. And you open that door, you see the sight, that, that it's, it's unbelievable. So until you get to that door... It's a lot of slow movement. You're not really getting it. But when you, when you open that door, it's, an, it's a re'iya. Right now, there's two levels. There's shmir and there's re'iya. There's bina and there's chachma. Shmir, when you hear something, right? You can only hear something one second at a time, right? Think of like the voice note, right? It's, it's, the, it's the wave. It's linear, right? You can only hear one word of mine at a time. It's shmir. That's bina. That's understanding. That's, that's building. That, those are blocks. But at a certain point, right, you have all the pieces. Piece, uh, you have all the pieces of the puzzle. When you see that puzzle in one shot, right, a picture is worth a million words. What is it? What's the last one? A thousand. A thousand words. Now. It, does, it happens like that. You just open it, the door, and all of a sudden. I mean, I can't say it's going to happen day. like everybody like that, but that's 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 the understanding here. Which he's trying to take Amuna from being just another shmia 
Okay, it's another mitzvah, and it's another davening, and it's another learning, and it's also muna, and it's also this, a lot of pieces. And he wants to say, no, no, it's, it's not. It's actually the entire puzzle. The whole vision is, is a muna. It's like in a eureka effect. If eureka is this explosion of, of uh, so experience where you... you it's just, it's, it, you don't have to, getting, it's like the mush, another marshal that I've explained is that, if from my own experience, when, yeah, when like, you were driving, enlightenment. It's, it, it, it can be like that, That's what, because when you go from Bina to Chachma, we rarely get to that stage. We live, in, we live in Bina world. We go to work and we do this and we do that and it's pieces, 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 and Gemara, it's just another page, it's another page, it's another page. What makes the difference between us and Rav Chaim uh, Brisker? Well, I was able to give these, or any true, Magadji who's making these Gavaldi Chidushim and putting shots together. Besides the fact he's a genius, but he, he went from Bina to Chachma. He saw a lot of pages of Gemara again and again and again and again. He didn't just like, create Chidushim when he was six years old. Yeah, but we go, we're going from the bottom up. We're learning. We're, we're the level of Malchus. We have, to, we have to work our way back up. I thought it was a das when you opened the door. <laughs> Everything could be a door for this or for that. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, I'm using when you. It's not a brain type of knowledge. It's like a experiential. That's you. You go low, external das up towards bina and then chachma, and then it comes back down. Because this is information that's already here, so we're trying to get back to the source. Whereas, like, if you're trying to, like, understand something, internalize something yourself, you need to... You have to learn, 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 learn. learn. It's outside of you. Learn, 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 learn. Then, eventually, you build this, whatever they call it in the brain, you build this whole world of, of connections, and then it becomes who you are. It's Tanya, Parak Dalit. I mean, this is... It takes, right? First, the information is in your head. The Tanya says, I think it's Parak Dalit. And then the information surrounds your head. Your head gets into the information. First, you're learning about Reuven and Shimon and cases in the Gemara. Right? You're thinking about it. And then at some point, it flips around. The inside becomes the outside. The Torah knowledge that you're thinking about, you become eaten by it. It eats your brain. So it's now on the outside and you're on the inside. And now you're in the Torah world. It's the same thing with, it's the same thing with anything that we... Remember when I, I know you're going to make fun of me, but remember when I thought I was a chess piece? Remember that, Marshall? Yeah, it was weird, right? It was like, High school, you played a lot of chess. See? Because at first you're thinking about the chess and then you, you, you enter into that chess world. There's, or, or anything. There's, another, there's different types of mishalm. I don't know exactly how it fits into the sphere. So a person, I'd give them also when I remember when I was driving the car. Right? Okay, put your right hand on, on two or it was ten and two. Right? Look in the rear view. Look in the side view. Okay, put your foot on the brake. Pull out the... Th- put, Everything was very, very technical. And at some point, after a certain amount of hours or whatever it may be, it just clicked. It just went smooth. It happens with surgery. This happens with computers. It can happen with anything. After time, it just becomes smooth. It's a different experience, right? So we have to just key, you have to stay in the game. What? Automated. Automated. So we have to just stay in the game. That's, that's the key. That's what 